0: You're listening to the podcast of Dr. Chip Bennett. Please consider following us and giving us a rating wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I think one of the most uh, popularized passages of Scripture, you may have heard this before, you may not have heard this before, but I think it's one of the more popular passages of Scripture that's read through a literary approach. Um, I've heard many people talk about this, but I want to look at it in case you haven't seen it But if you have, it just reinforces the fact that a lot of the Bible has these themes that run through the text. And there's also some beautiful literary things that are going on that when you look at all of scripture, those themes intersect in different places at different books. So the story I want to look at comes out of Genesis 22. And Genesis 22 has this wonderful story of where Abraham is called by God to go to a mountain. The mountain he ends up is Mount Moriah. Mount Moriah will be where the temple is eventually built and all of the sacrifices um, are offered up on that temple mount as well outside of the gates um, in the uh, first century. We'll have Jesus crucified there, there as well. But Abraham is taken with his son Isaac and w- we, we sort of catch the, uh, the, the story in, in the first couple of verses in chapter, chapter 22 set up the story. But I want to, uh, to start here in, in verse four. And we're gonna pick the story up of Abraham and Isaac and Abraham um, is, is called to give up his one and only son as a sacrifice um, to, to God. So let's, let's pick up here. It says on the third day. Now, once again, when you read third day in scripture, that's important. It's not, it's not just a throwaway word or phrase. It's not just two words that are put in there. Very, very, very important. Because remember, in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul specifically says that Jesus died according to the Scriptures and he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. And typically, when you find the third day in the Old Testament, it is a day of decision. It is a day of life and death consequence, um, which is really important because the third day is that day of being raised from death to life. So here's on the third day. Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. This is where God's called him to go. Then Abraham said to the, to the young man, he says, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Now, I think the text is very clear here, that Abraham is convinced that when he takes Isaac up on the mountain, even though he is believing he's going to take Isaac's life, he believes that Isaac will be resurrected. That's why he says, we're going to go worship. He knows what that worship means, and we're going to come back. Now, if you say, well, I don't think that's what the text says, that's fine. But in Hebrews 11, it does say that Abraham believed that God would raise his son from the dead. So even if you don't think the text is saying it, which I think it clearly does, um, the, the writer of the Hebrews was convinced. The text said it. So we're going to go with that. And that's exactly what the text is saying here. Abraham's thinking, my son's going to die. He's going to be raised again. What day? Third day. Super important here, these these things. It says, and Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and he laid it on Isaac his son. So Isaac had to carry the wood up the mountain. Again, why are these words there? Are they just there as throwaway words? No, I mean for me, you know, um, I, I'm convinced that the divine authorship of Scripture is probably one of the greatest um, apologetical reasons for my belief um, in the Lord. You couldn't get forty different authors over you know thousands of different years and different places to have the same thematic unity through all of these books, but but it's there. The the word choices are so incredible when we read these texts. So he lays the wood on Isaac, his son. So Isaac carries the wood up this hill. Somebody else will carry wood up a hill as well. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife, so they went, both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, he, he, he knew the customs. He said, my father, he says, here I am, my son. He said, behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. Now, as you read the story, they get up and Isaac is bound, his one and only son, who's going to be pierced um, with the knife. But in the middle of that, before Abraham can take his son's life, they find in the thicket, and you'd be thinking based on the story, that you'd find a lamb that that that's what the story is gesturing towards, but we don't. We find a ram, which is really important because the ram's taken out it, it's put in Isaac's place, and it's offered up instead of him and, and and the son is spared. so on the third day, the son that was going to die now is going to be you know um, alive. all of these great great stories there carried the wood up uh, the all the all the themes are there on the third day. but one of the questions that it does raise is where is the lamb. Well, the lamb's not in this passage because the lamb will come at another time, and it will be a father's son and it will be the one and only son, and it will be a lamb that is given for all of us and for our sins, and that lamb will be pierced and will be killed, and on the third day will rise again. And I think John, in in, in his gospel, he picks up on this because he's very aware of Genesis. He starts off in the beginning was the word just like in the beginning in Genesis. He's very aware of Genesis and I think he understands that the Lamb of God that they were looking for to provide for the offering is truly found in Jesus. So again, might be reading this passage of scripture and might never have seen some of these things, but we've got to pay attention because deeply embedded in these texts, are these beautiful, beautiful literary themes that really speak to you and me, and especially to the next generation. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure that you follow us and give us a rating wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.